Welcome to bonus episode 12, Music in the Time of COVID. It's difficult enough to record and release music. It's been interesting to interview a few artists with up-and-coming music, and Taylor and Sarah of Maps of the Midwest are no exception. They're going to be releasing today, June 4th, their single Streetlights backed with Girl in the War. I had a chance to Zoom and sit down with both of them, and... Here's what they had to say about streetlights. Now, on to the show. This is Champagne is also a band podcast. One songwriter, one song. I'm Sven, your host for a journey into the music of Champagne Urbana. Recorded in the Blue Box studio with a songwriter from the Champagne Urbana music scene, past or present. Champagne is also a band podcast is proud to be a part of the Champagne Showers Podcast Network. Welcome to Champagne is also a band podcast. Today we're going to be talking with Sarah and Taylor of Maps of the Midwest from episode 32. And today they released their single... Streetlights backed with Girl in the War. So, Sarah and Taylor, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Well, let's just jump in. The title track, Streetlights. Um, when did you start writing this song? You know, I, I started writing it during the pandemic. I feel like it's just been all kind of a blur. So, I really can't tell you when I started writing this song. Um Gosh. It could have been like a year ago. I feel like it might have been. We tried different things. Like I played piano on it, and then I played bass. Yeah. On it. So yeah, I think I started writing it about a year ago. You know what? I remember. I think it was in January. Yeah. Because I kind of had like a a period where I started like writing songs again in January. I had to think about that for a minute, but yeah, so I started writing it in January of this year. Yes, of this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So it's yeah. been a while. Um, did, was there kind of a dry spell during, during 2020 of, of writing songs? Yeah. They're for like the, what, like the fall and winter. It was, yeah. It was pretty dry. Cause I, I just didn't feel like playing guitar. I didn't really feel like, right. I just couldn't write anything there for a few months is yeah. Dry spell. When did the idea of streetlights, was it, was it a guitar part that started it or was it the, uh, the words? For this song, it was the words. Um, yeah, I, I had been messing around with some of the words. I, I just couldn't come up with a, a guitar part for a while. So I kind of put it on hold for a little bit. And then it, it kind of came together after that. What was the inspiration for this concept? Because I feel like this certainly uh, rolls into, and maybe I'm bearing the lead here, but the idea that this would be uh, a fundraiser for the National Runaway Safe Line. So when did that idea of releasing this single kind of turn into this overall concept of a fundraiser? I actually wrote this song. It was inspired by my grandma. She grew up in like an abusive home when she was a teenager, around 15, 16 years old. She ran away, kind of came up north here in Illinois and kind of started a life for herself. I wanted to write the song to kind of honor her, but I also wanted to do a little more with it, you know, so I thought it'd be nice to pair it with a charity organization like that one. Did you record 
the both of the songs here or in your I, I, when I say here I mean your um, the the studio I don't know do you have a name for the studio you're in right now Oh my studio Yeah no this is Sarah, probably uh, maybe Sarah Kramer Bass's studio Yeah there okay. you go <laughs> But is that where I you do, do all my uh uh-uh, uh no we recorded at Tone Good Studios. Oh, okay. With Mark Wyman. Yeah. Yep. You recorded your your last EP with Tone Good Studios, I believe, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um yep. how how was that? I mean, especially now in the pandemic, did it feel different to be recording in the studio? Actually, I didn't really think so. What do you think, Sarah? Yeah, not really cuz like there's I don't know. There's not like a, a whole bunch of us recording. Didn't really feel that different. Yeah. I mean, he had a couple more hands on deck there because uh, we also did a video for it, too. Oh. But other than that, yeah, it felt it felt pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah. Felt at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Good. for sure. Good. Like in the first verse of Streetlights, you mention a suitcase full of stars. And then later you refer to how the streetlights actually guide you to where you want to be but there's this idea that because of the streetlights being so bright that you can't see the stars anymore was there kind of an interesting juxtaposition that you were thinking about uh was (laughs) maybe i feel like it's a little more pivotal to the story than it is but it felt like there was there's this there's this compensation of like you're getting a certain sense of freedom or a certain sense of like i don't know balance but at the same time you you lose something and i don't know that that kind of spoke to me the stars really represent like dreams uh dreams of something better you know hope i kind of envision her going through that that's maybe what was on her mind at the time you know just to be hopeful hope for something better but as far as the streetlights go I feel like they can kind of go both ways. They can lead you to where you want to go, but you know, they can also lead you back to where you started from. There's a part at which it sounds like you say anywhere but home, and then another time you say anywhere called home. Is that, is, yeah. am I remembering that correctly? Yeah, no, that's true. I, I struggled with that a lot because when I first wrote it, it was anywhere but home, and then I changed it to anywhere called home on every every chorus with that and then i i split it up i did both to, to kind of give you maybe that torn feeling you know of you know they can only lead you but home and nowhere else nowhere better but, but also it could lead you i guess a, a new home you know i think the word home is just kind of has a lot of mixed feelings you know sarah how did you get brought into the the writing process some of the parts that you contributed i believe you played the bass and you did some background vocals actually i started playing piano on this song i think and then i kind of decided that i wanted to play bass on it just because i wanted it to have like a more i don't know percussive feel or something i don't know we jammed on it several times i ended up bringing the bass in later to build it I like the beginning, just Taylor, and I come in with a little bit of vocals in a verse, and then I bring in the bass and kind of like keep it more of a high inner energy. But I don't know, we like jam on things, and then I always look at his lyrics and read through the lyrics and then decide like what I would like to sing backing vocals on, Um, and we talk about and try different things out, and it ended up sounding best with just little sprinkles here and there and, and maybe singing along on the choruses. You mentioned a video. Is it going to be a live performance video? Yeah, they recorded us in the studio. It was really nice. It was done by Multimodal Productions. Yeah, we're going to release it the same day with the single. Oh, we did release a video already of Girl in the War. That video was also done by Multimodal Productions. How was it decided that Girl in the War would be 
the the companion to this single i we've been jamming on that song like since the beginning yeah that was was the first song taylor ever showed me yeah and And it was a cover but i loved his rendition of it and he has a really great recording of it by himself since we play it so often and we both really love that cover wanted to record it well i was just curious because there's also kind of a, a, a woman character I was wondering if it was intentional that that those were kind of put together. Yeah, honestly, I never even made that connection. Yeah, <laughs> so it was not intentional. Yeah, that's cool that you picked that up, though. Yeah. So I guess let's let's talk a little bit about uh, why you decided to pick the National Runaway Safe Line. This is the charity that this would be benefiting? So I picked that one because it's based out of Chicago, so it's from Illinois. So I like that aspect. I'm sure they didn't have any services, you know, like that back then. Um, so I just think it's great that they have services for that now. It's a hotline. They can connect runaway adolescents with food banks, just places to stay, places to go. It gives them resources. You know, I'd like to help contribute to that with the song. Do you know how many you'll be producing? Tapes? Yeah, Yeah, I made a, I made a, I made just a little short batch. There's like 20 of them. Let's talk a little bit about the the process of the DIY tapes. What's the process in terms of making them? Today's the first time I've seen these. So I'm like super (laughs) impressed. (laughs) So is it it, like a little insert? So I did like uh, block printing. Like, so I made like, like stamps and stuff and, you know, did the little circles on there and made one for the street light and oh yeah so is that a stamp the the street light that i see on the on the thing that's a stamp yeah. or did you yeah so i made a stamp like that looks like a street light and just stamped them on each one each one are hand stamped you know so uh and i made the stamps for it all and it was a really cool process i had a lot of fun with it so okay sorry i feel like here's a little tangent coming but you make stamps yeah so- <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I just kind of got into it. Um, I was thinking about uh, at first buying, like trying to find a streetlight stamp, and I couldn't really find one. So I'm like, I'm just going to make one and uh, do it myself. So it turned out pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so so you uh, inadvertently learned a trade at the same time. Yeah, That's kind of cool. I did, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I did. It was a yeah, craft it was awesome. or a trade, was... whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, it's always fascinating. How did you get back together and and rehearse, or did you figure out ways during the pandemic to rehearse in a safe way? We didn't practice a whole lot during no, the pandemic. We didn't. Okay. At the at the beginning of it, we did do those um, like where I'd send you a song and then you put it together on your computer, like. Oh yeah, we did do that a little bit, like long, dis- like video. Well, we started it with him songwriting, and then playing the guitar, and then sent it to me, and I added like a piano part, and then we put the videos and the audio together. That was one way you can jam long distance, but that's a very tedious process, especially yeah. writing. We did that with songs we already had. I think we eventually just like practiced with distance. Yeah. We? Yeah. Yeah, because there's only two of us, so we just set up six feet apart. And <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean you were you were socially distanced, but it, within the same space. It wasn't. Yeah. Using, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like if if your writing is a collaborative one, I I feel like trying to do it over zoom or like that asynchronous way that you're talking about just doesn't you would never have the same feel your collaborative process from what i've observed not that i know a a ton but it feels (laughs) like there's a very responsatory 
uh, collaboration. Like it, it has to, because you, Sarah, do something, then, then Taylor does something a little different and then vice versa. And, and, and so, um, the, your oh, music yeah. is usually formed with that back and forth and being able to respond then and there, I think, you know, that's, that's what it seems like, but, um, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. We try things out and pass back I- ideas back and forth. And it's really hard to do that over like zoom or, um, the internet. Or- yeah. We tried like a, we tried one like FaceTime session, but there was like a lag. And, oh yeah. And we're lag. like, yeah, this is, yeah. <laughs> it turned out too good. So <laughs> I also hear that there's a lag. No, I was, no, I was, I'm sorry. I was just doing a zoom. That was, that was my best zoom joke. I'm sorry. That's all I got. I'll, I'll just show myself. That was, out. That was pretty good. I liked it. <laughs> so now that you're able to rehearse together more, are, are there some more projects on the way after this or what, what can folks be looking forward to uh, seeing from you? We have a show. Yeah. We have our first show. <laughs> yeah, we have a show booked uh, booked in September. Where Where is it at? <laughs> it's at the Night Shop in Bloomington. People will have to, after they finish listening to this podcast, go and find your music. Will it be on Bandcamp? Yeah, so we'll release it on Bandcamp. The tapes will be on Bandcamp. Or if you just want to message me on Instagram, that's fine too. We'll have the Streetlights single digital on all major streaming platforms okay taylor and sarah thank you for being on the show talking about your new single coming out streetlights it's so good to hear bands uh, and groups coming back together and starting to rehearse again and and getting that writing process going and i i think it's going to be a a hard thing to get back into the groove but maybe not as hard as i think so (laughs) Um, I really appreciate you taking <laughs> yeah. the time to talk with me today. And, um, oh, yeah, you know, sure. I, I look forward to seeing you uh, in September at, at the night shop. And I'll yeah. I'll post about when that shows up later, too. So thank you so much. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, thanks for having yeah, us. Thanks so much for having us. This is always great. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Champagne is also a band podcast. This is Taylor. And this is Sarah from Maps of the Midwest, reminding you to check out Streetlights, now streaming on all major platforms, because great great music music is out there. there. Go Go find find it where you live. Almost have an NPR voice, it's so good. South <laughs> <laughs> on the inside.